in chapter one, you lead the reader through a brief of history of voice. Can you summarize some of the findings for us? Yeah, so, uh, you know, this is where I like to tell a little bit of a story. Um, I mean, and, and I will date myself here. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, probably about 10 years old or something like that. And, and I came home from school and again, being fascinated by technology, my parents told me like we have this new gadget, this new technology, and it's sitting in our, in our, you know, in our home office. And so I ran into the office and it was our first personal computer. And I remember it was a Tandy computer from Radio Shack and it was, um, and the computer just ran MS-DOS. That's what it did. It had the five and a quarter inch floppy disk and you put it in and you'd wait. And then eventually you get a text prompt and that's all we had, we had a keyboard. And so I, I, you know, I can't remember what I did, but I sat there for hours typing on the keyboard and, uh, and I had a lot of fun. And then approximately 10 years later, and it just so happens that we see that approximately every 10 years, there's a big change in the way that we interface with computers, a change in the operating system. So approximately 10 years after MS-DOS came MS Windows, Microsoft Windows. And that was the first time that you could use a mouse to like click on things and drag things around. And when that came out, it was, a, it was really magical. And so I remember spending time doing that and playing with the mouse and drawing things on the screen, all this sort of stuff. And then about 10 years later was when uh, Steve Jobs got up and introduced the iPhone. And so that was that was a big iconic speech. And, um, and that was really magical as well because now you had the computer right in the palm of your hand. So here's the thing though, for those three um, different technology evolutions, they always involved our hands on some type of hardware device. So it's either a keyboard typing things, it's a mouse clicking things, or it's a touch screen in our, in our hand and we're tapping and pinching and zooming and all this sort of thing. Now here we are approximately 10 years later and voice is coming on the scene. And it's a big difference because in those previous three scenarios, we as human beings had to adapt the way that we communicate with computers in order for them to understand us. We had to learn those skills of typing, clicking, swiping. But now it's flipped on its head. For the first time, because of the computing power and these technologies, AI, natural language understanding, natural language processing, the computers are adapting to us. And so they understand, the computers understand what we are saying. And we no longer have to have our hands on any hardware. As long as there's a microphone somewhere, a smart speaker, you can talk to the, the uh, technology and it can talk back. And that is a big, big shift that we're seeing right now. It's very interesting though, because the human has always had its voice that we didn't think about that first when it was created. Absolutely right. Like when you think about like our, our history as human beings, right? We would sit around, you know, as we learn, like people would use their voice to communicate. That's what makes us human. Yeah. Right? Um, and so we would tell stories and we would sing songs and um, like even now, right? When you think about how much of our, our, just our natural activities are centered around our voice, a birthday party, you sing happy birthday. There's a tradition, you use your voice. So mm. there's so much there that is just so innate and so natural to us as human beings. And so being able to use our voice to interface with computers is very interesting to me. Mm -hmm.